Hello and welcome to the More Confidence with Luna Gaia podcast. I'm your host, Lenaria Gaia, and here we talk all things body image, self-esteem, your thinking in your mind. How do you connect true to you in every part of who you are? I want you to know that all of you is welcome. So sit back and relax and listen to today's episode. Sending you love. Well, hello there, everybody, everybody in the YouTube land, everybody in the Facebook land, everybody in the podcast land. My name is Lenaria Gaia, and of course, I'm here to teach you how to be epically confident, authentically you and living your best life. Who would love a bit more of that? I know that so many of us struggle in this way, that fear gets in the way, self-doubt gets in the way, insecurity gets in the way of us actually living the life that we want to. So I'm coming here to you live to have a conversation with you about fear. Now, I know that fear is one of the biggest things that gets in our way of living our confident, most authentic self. There's no doubt about it. Fear is one of those driving strategies, those, those driving forces within inside of us that gives, that gives the, best, the biggest limits to our potential. It's the thing that holds us back the most. It's one of those things that when we allow it to control our lives, we will be constantly playing a small game. We won't go for jobs that we want in our life. We won't start to earn the bigger income streams that we want to be able to, 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 to earn. We won't be able to have the jobs that we want. We won't be able to have the relationships that we want. We won't have the conversations that need having. There are so many things that will stop us in our lives, even just going on the holidays that you want or knowing that you're worth it in whatever capacity is the thing that you want in your life, it's not going to happen when you are in self-doubt, insecurity, and not believing in yourself. And let's face it, when it comes to fear, that is all of those things. Insecurity is fear. Self-doubt is fear. In, um, holding yourself back is fear. Limiting beliefs is fear. Fear that you're not enough. Fear that you're not valuable. Fear that you're not worthy. Fear that you don't belong. Everybody has these fears to some shape or another to some to some extent or another everybody has fears like this and as you increase yourself and your potential and what you do in your world fear is going to spend more time with you yeah every time you up level i experience this in my own life every time i up level there is the fear that comes up that says oh you know what maybe you should just play a little bit small and safe because we have a biological imperative to stay alive our biological imperative to stay alive and what that imperative, our mind, our ego thinks is that anything that changes might risk that. Our ego, our mind wants to keep us alive. And the way that it does that is through this magical thing called fear. It, it stops you from crossing the road, you know, without checking. It, if you see a bunch of hoodlums, it, it, it tells you to go a different direction, right? But what has happened in our life, this biological imperative to stay alive and stay safe has actually translated into our negative self-talk. It's translated into holding ourselves back and trying to remain in a status quo. And when we remain in a status quo, what ends up happening is that we get stuck. Who can appreciate this kind of experience of feeling stuck? Yes, many of you experience this on a regular basis. You feel stuck. You don't really know how to make steps forward. You sure as hell don't want to go backwards, but for some reason you are, and it gets worse. And the fear kind of comes in, into you and says, see, I know you couldn't do it. See, I know it's not possible. See, and it tries to almost prove to you that you are 
afraid and so you should be. If you would like to get out of this, then you need to learn to deal with fear because it's not going anywhere in a hurry. You know, really rational, sensible fear is useful. We need it. That's how we stay alive. But if fear is controlling you rather than you being the master of it, you are going to be limited for your entire life. Nothing's going to change if you do not learn how to handle and master your fear. Such a super important piece that I cannot stress to you enough how important this is. And once you are able to accomplish this, once you are able to navigate through your fear and be the master of it instead of it controlling you, your whole life is going to change. And way better. Way better. You're not going to stop yourself from doing things anymore. You're going to actually go out for, your, out, out for your dreams, whatever those dreams happen to be. Maybe your dreams, you dreams of big things like changing the world, and that's wonderful. And maybe your dreams of like having a permaculture garden in your backyard or planting vegetables. It doesn't matter what your dreams happen to be. They don't have to be big and grandiose for them to be yours. They're your dreams after all. They're the things that you want to go after. So fear is literally the thing that is holding you back from living the life that you want to, for having the confidence, for being authentic, for living your truth and speaking up for what you believe in. Fear is the thing that stops you. And so I wanted to come on here. I have many, many different strategies that I use for fear. And maybe you've seen them throughout. Maybe I've talked about it in my content. Maybe you've heard different podcasts of mine that I've done, or maybe you're part of the Self-Love Sisterhood, which is my online group coaching program. Maybe you've just done a challenge with me over the last seven days, a free challenge. Maybe you've heard me talk about fear in my book. Whatever it is, I have lots of strategies for fear because I see them like tools. The more tools that I can have on my tool belt or in my toolbox to be able to handle things like fear, the better it is. Because if I'm trying to build a house, for example, and I only have a wrench, it's going to be really difficult, right? But the more tools that I have to build that house, the more effective it's going to be at building it, right? So you need lots of tools to be able to help yourself do the thing. So this brand new strategy comes from my coach and I was just having a conversation with her and wondering what her tools are. Yes, I have a coach. Of course I do. Of course I have a coach. You know, I think that everybody who's getting really good results in their life is, are working with someone. They have a coach, they have a mentor, they're able to bounce ideas off somebody. They're in group coaching programs. Whatever it is, every successful people that I know at some point either are currently or have worked with a mentor. If you're not working with a mentor, if you're not getting feedback of some description, if you're not in, in, in groups, if you're not learning, even if that's one-on-one in courses, if you're not doing that, then it's pretty likely that you're not going to get the results that you want. So can we just break the taboo of working with people? <laughs> like it's nonsense. Hey, Claire. Hey, Dan. Nice to have you here. So... This is the conversation, this is a result of the conversation that I had with my coach just this morning and I was talking to her about fear. As I'm up leveling, fear shows its head and I say to my coach, well, what strategies do you have? And she goes, have you ever heard that term, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it? You know, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. And I was like, yeah, well, of course I've heard that. And, and she says to me, well, this is what I do with my fear. I schedule it. If, say, for example, I've got an important meeting coming up or a series of important meetings or I have a course that needs doing or I need a, or I've got something coming up in my life that I'm afraid of and that my voices in my head are talking me over and over again, I would say to them, hello, fear, this is part of mine. So I'm blending two different modalities here. So for me, I acknowledge the fear. Hello, fear. Thank you for being here. Thank you for always trying to keep me safe. The next part here, hey, Renee, nice to have you here. 
the next part of this, what my coach has said, and then she schedules her fear. She schedules it, literally. So just say, I've got a big, important meeting that I have to do on Friday and I'm scared about it. And my fear is going over and over again in my head. I'll say to fear, hello, fear. Thanks for being here right now is not the time for this, but I want to give you my full attention. So on Saturday morning, we're going to have a conversation and literally schedule it to after the event. Because most of the time, what you're afraid of is the fear itself. And you're just looping in your head over and over again about what could go wrong and what might go wrong and what the consequences are. You're thinking, you're overthinking it. Yeah, I'm glad, Renee. I'm really, really glad. When we spend all that time kind of overthinking these things, what ends up happening is that it becomes... It becomes overwhelming in our head and we're just making things up. So if you then allow yourself to schedule the fear, schedule it to after the event. Maybe even if it's for yourself, you're afraid of wearing a certain outfit or you're afraid of having a conversation with somebody about something. Go cool. Hello, fear. I've got you 100%. Right now, I'm a little bit short on time. Can we have a meeting tomorrow morning? And literally, and then tomorrow morning, you check in at nine o'clock and say, hey, fear, how are you doing? And fear might go... Oh, it's okay. I'm okay now. And you go, you sure? Would you like to talk about this? And your fear will probably go, nah, nah. But I am really worried about the next thing. And you go, cool. Okay, sweet. Again, um, I see you and I hear you. This meeting was about the fear from yesterday. So we're going to have a conversation about that the next time. Schedule your fear. Schedule your anxiety. Schedule your overthinking. You're not ignoring it. You're not pushing it aside. You're literally giving it a meeting. Hello, my beautiful anxiety. Hello, beautiful fear. I know that you're freaking out right now. I know that you're stressed right now. I've got you 100%. Let's have a conversation about it in two days' time. Yeah? This is just a wonderful strategy. A wonderful strategy that I know that I'm implementing immediately into my life. Fear comes up. I fear it rising. You know, I feel it coming. It comes in the disguise of insecurity, of self-doubt, of feeling lack. It makes me feel like I'm not enough you know, or that maybe I shouldn't, or I should pull back. Sometimes it comes in the form of me wanting to run away from responsibility. Like I just want to hide. I just want to not be on camera. I don't want to do the things that I'm committed to doing. They're the kind of flavors that, that fear shows up for me these days. That's the, that's the masks it comes in. And so when those things come up, I recognize this fear and say, hey, fear, come on, buddy, let's have a conversation when this is over. When this is over in a few days' time or whenever the thing that I'm particularly worried about, when that's over, then you can schedule in your fear. Then you can schedule in your anxiety. Then you can schedule in your overthinking. It will take practice. There's no doubt about this. It's not like, like you know, when I said before in the analogy, if you, for those of you who weren't here before, I talked about having as many tools as you possibly can to get the job done. Yeah, so, so if you're building a house and you've only got a wrench, it's going to be pretty difficult. But if you have a bandsaw and you don't know how to use it, it's going to take some practice and you're going to have to learn. So that's why I suggest working with a mentor, working with a guide, joining group coaching programs, whatever it is that you can, I recommend you working with someone who can teach you how to, not only what the tools are and give you the tools, but help you practice to use them. So be kind to yourself. When you're practicing this skill, this tool that I've just given you, just realize that you may not be great at it straight away, particularly if you don't have a conversation with your fear already. If you're not regularly talking to your emotions, I highly recommend it. I did a video about it just the other day about me talking to myself because I do. I literally talk to my fear and my emotions and my self-doubt, my insecurities and, and my jealousy or my anxiety. I have a conversation with the parts of me that, you know, hold me back. And I love them and I give them attention. Scheduling them is an even better idea. 
Yeah, Renee says, listening and honouring it, but not letting it stop us. Yeah, and not ignoring our fear. We can't. You, I mean, good luck ignoring your fear. Who's trying to, who's trying to ignore their fear or ignore your anxiety? It's pretty darn hard to do it without, you know, having a lot of different, um, like, uh, numbing agents in order to do so. So that is my takeaway from today. What I want you to do is practice scheduling your fear to after the event that you're worried about. Yeah, schedule that fear and worry and put it into a place where you sit there and go, you know what, I, I'm going to deal with you. You're valuable. I love you. This is fantastic. It's wonderful that you're here. Schedule the fear for after the fact and then do it. Follow through. Nice to have you here, Beck. Follow through. Follow through in that fear. When things are holding you back, when you're feeling limited, it's okay to have it, honor it, and then schedule it in for after the point of whatever you're scared about. Yeah? Maybe it's a meeting that you have. Maybe it's a conversation you need to have. Schedule it after that point, and your life is going to get way better. Come back, visit your fear, have a conversation with it, and you'll probably likely find that the fear doesn't need it anymore. Trina, you're so welcome. You're so, so welcome. Thank you for being here. It's an absolute pleasure to have you. And of course, if this has been value for you and you know friends who who are scared, share it with them. Please share this about, you know, once this goes on to, to YouTube and on the podcast, which I both have channels on, share it. Even here on Facebook, please share this. If you've got a friend, if you've got a group that you're a part of, share it with them because this is such valuable information that if we all knew how to deal with our fear more effectively, we wouldn't let, us hold us, we wouldn't let it hold us back as much as it does. So share the love, share it with someone that you love, of course, including yourself. And remember that practice makes progress, my loves. The more that you practice something, the better at it you're going to get. I love you so, so very much, and I hope you love you too. Have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I appreciate you so very much. If you have any feedback, questions, any comments that you'd like to leave, why not head to my website, www.moreconfidence.com.au or maybe send me a WhatsApp message, plus 61403981597. I would love to hear from you. Every month I run a free seven-day ultimate body confidence and self-love challenge for women to be able to really expand into their self-love and to come home to their confidence. If you would like to come along, again, head to my website, www.moreconfidence.com.au forward slash challenge. Perhaps you may even like to buy a copy of my book, Perfectly Imperfect, your complete guide to loving yourself and loving your body. It's available on all good bookstores, including Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Book Depository. I also narrated it myself, so if you have an Audible subscription or anywhere that you get your audiobooks from, you can get it there. Happy self-loving. I hope you love you.